Hello, parents. This is for the parents. If you want more stories for your children, please go visit my website, our website, musastories.com, for donation opportunities to keep our programs going. And now, hello, children. Have you heard anything geschmack for Pashas Achremos? I've got something. It's a Musa story. And it goes like this. Once there was a boy named Michael who had a very strong imagination. He never used toys. He never played board games. He never had any play dates with friends. All Michael wanted to do when he came home from school was to go out to the backyard with a stick and walk around pretending. Sometimes he pretended to be a soldier, and the stick was his rifle. Sometimes Michael pretended to be an olden day warrior, and the stick was his magic sword. Other times he was acting like Moshe Rabbeinu, and the stick was the holy Mata Elohim, you know, the one that he used to perform miracle deeds, wonder deeds in front of Paro. And yet other times, Michael pretended he was young David HaMelech, tending sheep with his shepherd's staff. Michael was an obedient child. Whenever his mother asked him to come inside, Michael, come inside, he did so immediately. Michael knew to disobey your mother is an Avera. The Torah says you aren't allowed to contradict your parents. Contradicting means chas v'shalom. To say to them, Mommy or Daddy, you are wrong. No, that's usr. And not obeying your parents is like contradicting them. Children, if you ever want to keep playing, when your mother commands you to do something now, you are allowed to ask, Mommy, can you call me in in five or ten minutes so I can finish what I'm playing? But if she says no, it's no. And you'll get a long life for listening to your mother. The Torah promises it. Anyways, Michael had no problem respecting and fearing his parents. Here's what Michael's problem was. Michael was forgetful and didn't put things away. His pajamas were usually left on the floor. They hung out down there with his socks from yesterday. When Michael finished his homework, his books were left open collecting dust. Every morning there was a rush to get all the books ready back into his bag to go to school. Michoel was not being responsible. Many, many ink pens dried out, and he had to throw them away because Michoel had forgotten to put the pen cap back on. Shampoo bottles were left open as well as the tubes of toothpaste. The bath towel was rarely hung up to dry, and Michoel usually forgot to turn off the bathroom heater and the lights when he was finished in there. Kids... What do you think about Michoel's breakfast table? Do you think that the milk was put back into the refrigerator or the cereal back into the pantry? No. Sometimes the milk cap got lost because it wasn't screwed on right away. Michoel's father gave him many extra chances to use his tools until finally, after Michoel left the drill outside in the rain, his father said, no more. It wasn't that Michoel was bad. He always accepted the consequences. Michael just wished he would remember to put things away before he goes off playing his imagination games. But kinderlach, 
it all changed for the good when Michoel's Rebbe spoke to the class about the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. It was Pashas Acharimos. Michoel was imagining himself being the Kohen Gadol while his Rebbe was speaking. He was imagining that it was Yom Kippur. Children, are you allowed to wash and bathe on Yom Kippur? No way! But I've got news for you. The Kohen Gadol in the Beis HaMikdash went completely underwater in a pool five times on Yom Kippur. He needs to go to the mikvah. Every time the Kohen Gadol changes his clothes, he goes to the mikvah. But why does he change his clothes five times? Well, here's the answer. Do you know about the special garments of the Kohen Gadol? The ones that have gold on them? So he first gets dressed into them for the regular karbonos of every morning. So he first has to go to the mikvah. That's the first dip in the mikvah. He gets dressed in his regular Kohen Gadol clothes to do the regular jobs. Then he must go into the Kodesh HaKadoshim to burn ketores. That's the spice powder. Maybe you heard about ketores? Well, he can't bring gold inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim. So the Kohen Gadol must change first into his white set of garments. So he goes into the mikvah water again. He comes out and he gets dressed in white. Someone gives him a big spoon of spice powder and he shovels a pan full of hot coals. So now he walks into the Kodesh HaKadoshim with the spoon of spice powder and the pan of coals. Then the Kohen Gadol stands still in the holiest place in the world and he puts the pan of coals on the floor. Then the Kohen Gadol carefully drops the spice powder on top, on top of the coals, and it starts to smoke and smoke and smoke. The smoke fills the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Meanwhile, the Kohen Gadol does a few other jobs special for Yom Kippur in his pure white garments. Then, when he's finished with the special karbonos, he changes back into his golden garments. The Kohen Gadol changes into his golden garments to do more jobs outside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. You see, no one else is allowed to do any jobs in the Beis HaMikdash on Yom Kippur, except for the Kohen Gadol. He's the only one that's allowed. But remember, that means he has to go back into the mikvah. Every time the Kohen Gadol changes his clothes, he needs to dunk in the mikvah waters. Michael, when he was listening to his Rebbe, he was imagining dipping into a pool of water on Yom Kippur. It made him squirm in his seat. At this point, Michael said, But Rebbe, it's an Avera. The Kohen Gadol is enjoying swimming on Yom Kippur. Didn't we learn that you're not allowed to enjoy yourself on Yom Kippur? The Rebbe answered, Michael, if the Kohen Gadol took a dip for enjoyment, you would be right. But it's not enjoyment. He's going to the mikvah because Hashem made it into a mitzvah. And the Rebbe continued, Now can anybody guess why the Kohen Gadol will need to go back into the Kodesh HaKadoshim? He already finished the special karbonus for Yom Kippur. Why should he go back inside? One of the boys got it right, he thought, and he said, Oh, the Kohen Gadol left the spoon in the pan inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim. It's still smoking away.
Correct, Amango, said the Rebbe. The Kohen Gadol must go back inside to take out the spoon and pan and put them away. Michoel was bothered by something. <laughs> but Rebbe, why should the Kohen Gadol have to go to the mikvah and then change into white clothes and go back into the Kodesh HaKadoshim just for that? I've got an idea. Let someone attach a long rope around the handle of the spoon and around the handle of the pan. And when the incense stops smoking, someone holding one end of the rope can stand outside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim and pull out the spoon and pan by pulling out the rope. And this way, the Kohen Gadol won't have to go to the bath on Yom Kippur. He won't have to go to the mikvah. He won't have to go into the water. The Rebbe was stunned. Wow, what a good question, Michael. But I learned an amazing answer. You might be too young for this answer, Michael. It's really for Yeshiva Bacharim. So if you don't understand it, don't worry. Now Michael started listening really hard. He was imagining that he was a Yeshiva Bachar. And this is what the Rebbe said. Listen, class, all of you boys, the Torah is teaching us how important it is to clean up after yourself, to put things away, not to leave things lying around. It's worth it for the Kongado to dunk in the water on Yom Kippur and to change into special pure white clothes and to go specially a separate time into the holiest place on earth to do the voidah of cleaning up and putting away the spoon and pan. That's an avoida. That's Hashem's service to put away the spoon and the pan. The Rebbe said, this teaches us that this basic idea that makes you a mensch is holy of holies. Don't leave a mess. That was it. The fiery words of his Rebbe pierced Michoel's heart like an arrow. And from then on, Michoel imagined that he was the Kohen Gadol inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim when he folded his pajamas and he put them back into the drawer. He was imagining that he was the Kohen Gadol when he picked up his socks. His socks were always thrown into the hamper and when he missed, he picked them up and put them in. Nevermore were Michoel's homework books left open. They were put back neatly into his school bag. You could never tell that Michoel had just used the bathroom. The shampoo caps and the toothbrushes and toothpaste were all put back where they belonged. And the wet towels were neatly hung to dry. Wherever he went, Michael the Kohen Gadol was doing a voida in the Kodesh HaKadoshim by putting things away and cleaning up after himself. For more stories, go to the website musostories.com and please make a donation.